Hey guys, welcome to Processing the Past with your host Isabella back with another episode for you. Again, a quick recap um, about the 1930s last episode where we talked about artist George O'Keefe, talked about jazz and swing along with fashion trends during that time. Alright, so I know we're still in spooky season, it's not um, December yet, but during this time there is a really popular uh, Christmas song that goes way back by Bing Crosby, you might not know who that is, but it's featured in a classic Christmas movie, Home Alone. You might have guessed it, but the song White Christmas was released in 1942. Bing Crosby was in his 50s when he sang the song, but he has such a smooth, calming voice, and the lyrics are really fun to sing along to, and his song gets me really excited and stoked for the holiday season coming up soon. This one song really like sparked other musicians and singers to do covers um, and sing along with it as well, and a more popular recent artist, Michael Buble, did a cover of it a while ago, and lots of other musicians have done instrumental versions, and it's been a really popular Christmas song, and it's just gained a lot of popularity. Um, I mean, Bing did sing other songs as well, but he seemed to gain popularity mainly from his holiday tunes. He actually did a cover of Little Drummer Boy um, together with David Bowie, and that was pretty popular too, but that was later in his career. Jazz and swing are still huge um, music genres still in the 1940s, but um, upcoming in the upcoming decades you'll see that it slowly becomes less popular, and then we'll see other genres arise, um, we'll be talking about that soon. So, um, talking about fashion now, the 1940s, for me at least, I thought it was a pretty cool era. They had some good style, just like the past decades, but obviously, um, more as like the past decades like come and go, more trends are put out, and they can be mixes of previous decades, and we just form new types of clothing. Uh, unfortunately, World War II did start right in 1939, so it was just right into the 40s, which is a little bit unfortunate. But because of the war, some clothing seemed to have a more sophisticated look, and for women at least, they had a more serious type of look with like a military sort of sense in a way. Kind of like the 20s, they were very casual though and comfortable as well. Maybe a little more casual than the in the 20s, but the shirt-to-waist dresses were extremely popular. And they were like a button-up shirt with a length, length waist skirt. It was um, a pretty popular thing, it was huge, and although I did say that my podcast would not be like exactly like a history lesson, you might have learned about the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory and the fire that occurred, which was a really big deal. And well, yeah, they made shirtwaist dresses there because they became like a huge deal for women around this time. As we move on to art, um, you've uh, probably, if you've been listening to my podcast before, you've probably heard the words cubism and surrealism, and they've showed up more than once. And I mean, they're huge um, types of like art styles, and it's only going to get mentioned even more considering that like these genres are like still popular and huge today and you'll see a lot of artists do a lot of it um, even today just as much as the 20s and the 30s but um, something you may not have heard of abstract 
expressionism. I mean, it sounds a little bit similar, but it was actually an art movement, and it was sort of like put together and established like near the beginning of 1940s. Um, and one of the artists that helped establish this was a famous artist, Jackson Pollock. He um, is a pretty interesting artist, and I've actually also attempted to replicate um, his work, and I've been inspired off his work, even if like people think it's silly, because most of his paintings look like they're just like splatters on a canvas with a bunch of colors, and it looks like a toddler could have made those pieces. But what he's doing is he's expressing his emotion, and he's using his voice, but like not verbally, and expressing whatever he needs to, and channeling it and displaying it for others to see on a canvas. Anyone could interpret it, but some people can relate or even feel deeply about a painting because you can like feel the emotion or um, whatever it is, like the anger, the sadness in the painting um, once it's displayed. So Jackson Pollock did that a little bit for me and he was another artist that I've looked up to just like Georgia O'Keeffe. I, I did not mention it during the 1930s, sorry. But um, artist Grant Wood, he made the painting American Gothic. He was the one that did it with like the two farmers holding a pitchfork, you know? Um, I mean, a lot of like artists have like names to their paintings, but they're more visually popular than the name, obviously. Um, he continued to make work from 1920s, like all the way past 1940s, but I decided that I thought maybe I should mention him because he also continued to make artwork during this era of abstract expressionism. So that's mainly what I want to talk about in the 1940s. I think it was really interesting. Um, again, Bing Crosby continues to make work way past the 1940s and eventually passes in like 1970, I believe. Um, again, with fashion, shirtwaist dresses were still popular. Um, but mainly in the 1940s, it seems like this is kind of where they peaked in popularity. So thank you for processing the past with me. Next week, obviously, we'll be talking about the 1950s, and I hope you'll be there to listen to that. Thank you. Bye.